Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Sam Radio, Australia's coolest podcast network. There's only three things I know on this bitch of an earth. The PS5 is big. The McRib is back. And you're listening to Hey Fam. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, hunger, hunger, hunger. <laughs> <laughs> Was it hunger? We said hunger and hunger. Um, hunker, Jared Leto's Joker says hunker, remember? Does he? Yeah. It's in like... In Elvis. <sighs> He's in Jared Elvis. Jared Leto. I, w- man, I, I wish that he played Tom Hanks' character in Elvis. Well, he did. It's just in... Um, the House Gucci, Gucci story yeah. yeah yeah House of Gucci Yeah They literally just like Shared the fat suit I think right Dude I thought it was Colin Farrell's Penguin suit Yeah, yeah it, 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 It's like they found well, Who put it out Is it Warner Brothers I actually thought Elvis? this Constantly throughout it Because yeah There were so many Like I thought With all the um, Shazam ref- references The Captain Marvel references Oh yeah 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 We're talking about Elvis By the way We're eventually Going to talk about Thor Love and Thunder Yeah he goes This handsome Oh, okay. So right. we need a we need a mega mix. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Damn, the next auto movie after. Well, I don't know what this says about uh, your SEO, but the next thing they played after Hunker Hunker Suicide Squad. My SEO, your it's your, it's your No, fault. I mean like SEO, like in general, like autoplay oh, comes up, right. like they were, you know, whatever video would have been there has like like words or. If people that watch Suicide yeah, Squad, yeah. Hunker Hunker, this, this they specific watch, Jared Leto yeah. from Suicide Squad, <laughs> then we must serve them uh, like a Weekly Planet video, <laughs> a three-hour takedown on House of Gucci. <laughs> uh, wait, Elvis. <laughs> yeah, Elvis, Love and Thunder. Well, Elvis wrote the uh, Mr. Sunday movies um, theme song. Yeah, that's famously. right. That was, the, that, was the, that was the first. He he was he heard a gospel song yeah. and a blues song in at the same time. Yep, yeah, Jesus. On one side, black people on the and, other. And then he was like... It was marvellous. Yeah. And so that's what the first hour of Elvis is if all about. Baz Luhrmann's Elvis. If ever you watch a Mr. Sunday Movies video, um, you, congratulations, you've listened to an Elvis Presley song. Yeah. It's pretty sick. That's Do you actually, think that Elvis Estate gets money every time? Uh, is it a cover as well? Because I always think it's either Mr. or Sunday Movies playing the guitar. Oh, the, the acoustic version? Of oh, course, that's, no, that's the unplugged... Uh, as we saw at his last concert in Vegas. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Elvis played that. Because I'm also the, uh, the, the belief book movie. that uh, <laughs> when you watch something on YouTube, shooting up your butthole. <laughs> people have to play live. So I always imagine like if you hit play on a video, then Mr. Sunday Movies has to run, grab a guitar. <laughs> He's like, hit it like a Tonight Show. 
<laughs> it is. I don't know why, but I find that guitar riff so funny. I is it on the podcast? <clears throat> I think it's like that's his YouTube one. Okay, because I've not listened to the podcast, and all I know is that. Yeah. And I just think like, fuck! I wish we had that every time. We I, like I think any jingle, like once you listen to it enough times, like especially like really quick catchy yeah. ones. It reminds me of the X Men theme song. But yeah, you know what? <laughs> it's infinitely more memorable than any piece of music that's been created for a Marvel movie. Oh yeah. That's, that's funny as fuck. No, but what about um Guns N' Roses? Of course. That was the <laughs> That was created. That uh, was actually another Elvis song, November Rain. Yeah, November Rain, written by Elvis, famously. Yeah. Um, um and uh, Doja Immigrant Cat. song written Do- by Elvis. Elvis co wrote um, November Rain with Doja Cat. And Kevin Parker. <laughs> Colonel Parker. Did you know because Kevin Parker's on that like album with like Yeah, yeah, with um do you think maybe Kevin Ross? Parker's Colonel... No, that's Minions. <laughs> the other... Oh, fuck. They actually... Well, Kevin Parker's got two got two songs on big soundtracks at the moment. He's got a, he's got a kid now. He's in that uh, sync deal. Oh, the Minions. Like, so, oh, you know who else has a song on the Minions soundtrack and the Elvis soundtrack? Eminem. Is, Elvis, is Eminem on the Elvis soundtrack? Yeah. That's the end credits song. The, I've got, we should look up the lyrics. The lyrics are fucking insane. It's like Venom. me and Elvis got a few things in common. <laughs> and then he's talking about like, oh, like, well, obviously they're both white guys who stole black music. Yeah, th- I mean, that's like, the... He like, kind of says that in the... Yeah, it's... Really? Yeah, yeah, it's a white... Dude, that's so funny. Yeah, great. Is it, is it like, wait, is it Eminem and Dr. Dre? No, it's like Eminem and some other random dude. El- the Elvis... I mean, are we going to spend more time tonight talking about Elvis or Thor, Love and Thunder? That's the question. Oh, and also you saw Minions, right? Yeah, that's why I, that was one of the best messages. And I last week I accidentally uploaded the wrong, the wrong episode. And it's because I was like in a rush because I was going to see Minions, The Rise of Gru. So have you seen any of the Minions no, beforehand? It's wow, my you Phantom Menace. Cold. That's so funny. <laughs> it's set before all of them. I think it's my Phantom Menace. Were, Maybe yeah, it's my Attack of the You were clones. like, can you take it down? I'll fix it up later. I'm just watching Minions <laughs> right now. <laughs> Did you wear a suit? Uh, only the one I wear every day. That is like, I know a lot of people are probably like those fucking dumb young idiots. I have so much faith in the young people of the world because of them wearing suits and going I have to see faith, minions. Um, in everything, but the Sony Spider-Man universe. Because <laughs> these guys are like, how did we? <laughs> how come like like Rise of Gru's made a lot of money and like people are memeing going to watch it, whereas. Morbius people just memed it and like didn't go to watch it. Yeah, the so ma- they must be like pulling their hair up. The main like, video, the main TikTok that went viral. When they shot a Chatsworth. Yeah, it's a Chatsworth. Yeah. Like that's like that was like where I used to which go is like, when I was a teenager. Yeah, which is in I Sydney. It. Like it's near and it's just like a bunch and it's of And it's such a perfect TikTok. It's as done well. so like, well. It's, well, there's one that lets it down. There's one moment that lets it down. What's that? Uh after they enter the cinema, like right towards the end. One of the guys isn't in, in like really a minion outfit. All of them are in like identical minion outfits. Someone's letting the team down. Damn. It's like it's it's like a yellow t shirt. Call them out, man. I have just yeah. then on the podcast. <laughs> um, the original TikTok, like I don't know, it it is great because like Morbius was so late to the party uh, of making fun of itself. Yeah, it took like a long time for it to be like we should make fun of ourselves, and then it did that like Jared Leto. Remember that Twitter video of him? Like, yeah, where it played the it's fucking Morbin time. Enth- enthusiasm. Yeah, thing, it just no like sense. made no sense. But the official Minions account commented on this within like 12 hours. It's like the top comment on the original video. Yeah. Being like, we see you or something like that. Or and it's just like, that's how you do it. You don't like, you know. Yeah. You no, don't make totally. a heinous movie 
And then you don't while make, everyone like, laughs Steve at Steve Carell go go to go to actually that would be pretty funny. Go to a movie with if, the suit if they on. did a movie of of, of of a TikTok of Steve Carell going to go see the Minions. This is a really well animated suit. office. And then it cuts. The office. Then he looks over and sees a bunch of teenagers wearing the same thing. And then the Curb Your Enthusiasm theme plays. And then Jared Leto turns off the TV and turns around, <laughs> and he's uh, in uh, Tom it, Hanks' it says, fat suit. It's, it's Minion time. And he says, uh, "Hunka hunka." <laughs> Back to Joker, back to Elvis. Feels like we're in a K-hole. You know, we're like, uh, we've started on Elvis and we then like went to Jared Leto. I like to we think that every episode of the way up, episode and then we is, is a K-hole. Yeah, except, no, I don't. <laughs> I, I was in a K-hole once and I thought I was I'm, almost dead. I'm, no, I was in one every weekend for a while. They were, but fine. This, I had, they were fine, but this is one where I was like, I was, I, I, I experienced what at the time felt like eternal death and darkness like everything went black yeah, right. everything went like polygon polygonal squares i've once thought i was stuck up in the top corner of a room like <laughs> spider-man and, and vibes. I was, like, looking down on everyone and i could and i was just like well i guess i'm just gonna live here now i felt like you remember the ending to interstellar when he's like stuck in the bookshelf and it's just yeah, infinite yeah. that but black well, they actually cut the scene. It was Matthew McConaughey's character just like does like a huge line of cat. That's the movie. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's what happened. It was that but black. And I felt like I was trapped there for hours. And then I was like, holy shit. I'm like messed my brain up forever. This is, I, I, I am barely conscious. And this is, I deserve this. I'm such a fucking moron. It was the worst, man. There was an amazing, I guess like a year around like 2007, 2008, where it was like the main party favor of choice in you could only do it on a key and there's no other oh, no, way to no, do some it some of you would do it on the back of a cd oh yeah sure yeah um yeah and uh and you would know because half the club would just be walking around like they were in space yeah or like, <laughs> like on roller like, like really really exaggerated leg movements like roller skating and, yeah or like they were like like every just the smallest step is them trying to go up an entire flight of stairs but then realizing yeah, yeah. they're on the I once <laughs> It's like when the lights are out And you like Don't want to turn the lights on And you're kind of memorizing Where the stairs are In someone's house To go to the toilet And it all you came know, You do yeah, those yeah. like Exaggerated steps at night And you're like Oh yeah. <laughs> It all came or, or like yeah When you um when you need to go get Toilet paper But you've already been shitting Yep And, and so you're like you, If you, my butt's Yeah you're like, You can't let my I can't yeah. I've got to walk Without getting I've got to literally walk Bent over <laughs> that's, 90 that's, degree angle With my asshole over When people are walking Around the club like that You know the K is good <laughs> yeah, You know those motherfuckers Be sniffing CDs <laughs> um, There was It all came from This one British DJ Who lived in Australia He was pretty much A resident of Australia But because he had A British accent He used to get paid double He was a DJ That rules he Used to get paid double Because you just write UK after his name <laughs> On on. Liars, and I, I, I was booking him I for wish a while. It's the one time I would steal Valor and just do like any job as yeah, British. Yeah. And uh, it's the one time you would be British if, yeah. if you meant getting double pay. Well, there's nothing valiant about being British, so it wouldn't be stealing Valor, would it? They invented Valor, governor. Yeah. Um, Motherfuckers. But I once got booked to play with him, and um, uh, he. What was his uh, name? Let, let's, just, let's just say he, uh, he, he put. He he put it on a, a very big CD, yeah, a, a vinyl, a, vi- like, a, a laser record, disc, yeah, laser disc. <laughs> and um, then it was time for us to DJ, and there was maybe like thirty seconds left yeah. on the song that was playing before him, and he'd been like, he had the he had the headphones on, he's staring at the CDJ and like tapping it. And then, like he kind of grips the the, the takes the headphones <laughs> off his head and like grips them and holds them in front of him, kind of cautiously hands them back to me. He goes, "Can you?" Put the next song on. I've not done this before. <laughs> I was that like, what? 
You're like 20 years older than me and I book you to do this. You've got brackets three UK. times a week. Your surname is brackets UK. Like, and also it's not even like, it's not even that you ha- like you're trying to tell me that you haven't DJed before. I've also seen you DJ high as like high, as high as this so many times. But yeah, that was that. I guess that was his great like, drug. Yeah, of one of the best. Yeah, top three. It's a trank. Absolutely, like you know why it's a horse trank. Yeah, and it's when you uh, experience like man. I I honestly felt like I'd fallen through the fifth dimension. It was so scary. <laughs> And I thought I had like <laughs> left my body <laughs> and everything was polygonal. Do you know, like, remember the um, PS2 startup screen and there was like weird, like blue cubes in the background floating yeah. around that, but pure black and like shades of black. And I was like, oh man. And the sounds were like, just, this is so, this is the best Thor podcast ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you know what? This is what fucking 16 year old. This is what Taika like, oh, Waititi was I doing. Li- now that now I've listened to like every other podcast talk about Thor, I'll, I'll, I'll give these guys a shot. And Taika Waititi was definitely on K. Like, like 30, two almost 40 year old men who haven't done drugs in years yeah, talking yeah. about like the good old days. Yeah, years. <laughs> I, um, <laughs> Taika Waititi... <laughs> Was definitely on K in that photo when he's like making out with Rita Ora and um, Tessa Thompson while making Love and Thunder mm. after like a three day bender. So no, it links back totally. We yeah, were just absolutely. putting our mind. We we're just getting in the role of the director. I think more. I mean, I feel like more every filmmaker when they're like, okay, you know, for a while it was just like acid and weed. They were yeah. like, the, you know, are we gonna we're gonna make the audience feel like they've, they've- or cocaine in the seventies, like okay, every yeah, sure. Scorsese. But what, where are the ketamine movies? We're seeing it. What Thor, Love and Thunder? That, that's a <laughs> Minions Rise of Gru. Thor, Love and Thunder is actually really ketamine. You know, is when it? they go to that no, planet. No, and it's like with, with my experience when the color was drained from my life, <laughs> and I thought I'd die. You were stuck in a cage. Yeah, yeah. seriously, it was a lot. And then you know, uh, Guns, Guns and Roses. Plus, <laughs> <laughs> I was chatting to kids classic. that weren't there. <laughs> I was traveling. Yeah. To, it's actually really ketamine. Um, I once. Uh, <laughs> I was just transported to a kid's bedroom. It does also like completely alter your perception of time in that. Listen, I, I thought it was infinite. Like when I was dead. I was like, was oh my literally God. Literally 30 seconds. So I, I, it was like early, early afternoon and like l- much later that night, like 9 p.m. I needed to be at this place with, with one of my friends and I called him. Which like, Elvis. Of course, Elvis. No, Baz Luhrmann, my friend Baz Luhrmann. Yeah, Barry. Uh, Barry, Barry Luhrmann. Mark Anthony Luhrmann is his real name, isn't it? I don't know. Man. I think it's Mark Anthony, and he changed it to Baz because he was getting made fun of. Which <laughs> <laughs> is the best. Um, but I called him and I was like, hey, man, I, I don't want to be late to this you know, thing we've got to go do. And he was like, oh, I don't think we will be. And I was like, man, you've, you've got to come get me. And he came and got me And then like I'd hung out at his house For like six hours And then we went to this thing That we needed to go to together So that was that, Yeah it's not a, See the thing is If you are 16 listening to this None of these stories are good Like <laughs> if you do If you do it After listening to this That's on you Like we've warned you enough but The worst is That's more of a pay fan conversation Let's, We can shelve just like, just like we were in those uh, good old. We'll shelve, we shall shelve the conversation. Hey, uh, hey, fam. Brackets UK. That's yeah. our pay. This fam. is honestly like you just actually got like a preview, the best yeah. preview of what pay fam be like. Yeah. Every we talk about every single week. There's the there's no there's no sense. You know, no. you might be listening to this podcast. It might be the loosest podcast you listen to, and I guarantee. If you, it is, I'm so sorry. Pay fam, so much looser. Yeah. What's the loosest podcast you listen to? We'll talk about it off air. Okay. <laughs> Do audiobooks count? <laughs> no, I was going to make a joke about me like listening to um, twelve uh, George Peterson's like 12 Steps to Get Your Life On. I don't. George Peterson or Jordan Peterson? Jordan Peterson. George yeah. Peterson. George Peterson. 
It's Jordan's dad. So yeah. and these are the books that he made Jordan. Yeah. Like, it's the prequel. Like yeah, yeah. Rise, it's Rise of Jordan. <laughs> the Phantom Jordan. Rise of yeah, Rise of Crew. Crew Rose. Oh yeah, so Gru is a is a pre is a prequel to Yeah, he's like a kid. It's how the But well, is the Steve so Carell still voice him? Yeah. Is he is he like hitting the, hitting the helium? Yeah. Well he's hitting something. That, yeah. Or or not hitting something. Maybe right. he's always hitting. And that's maybe this is his true <laughs> voice. Yeah, it's um he's a kid. And there's minions in it. In fact, your sweater is the color of a minion. I'm wearing a yellow peanut sweater. With I had a good long thing about on it. Uh, what they, the like dexterity of a minion, because they look very hard but soft. Mm. And I came up with the perfect. Um, I said, the, I, I bet a minion would feel like this. And then everyone at the dinner table, we went for dinner afterwards, and I was the only person like still talking about minions. Going, did you think in this scene? The, the symbolism of this And everyone's like Why do you watch What do you think they feel like? Why do you watch well, I've forgotten So I'm stalling Fuck. While I try to remember Oh right I feel like I'm in a, the bookshelf again <laughs> I am um, Yes I'm wearing like a, a, a pretty new hoodie um, And it's very yellow And I have Stubble And whenever I take the hoodie On or off I get like a yellow beard Because of the, Oh that's cool Like, like a pirate the, the fluffy Stuff sticks to my Velcro, yeah, yeah, my yeah. Velcro face I know that feeling I get that with like A blue and a green one That's my boring story over. Do you remember what a minion Feels like? No, it'll come to me within the next hour and a Hopefully half. Hopefully in PayFam. Patreon.com slash HeyFam, by the way. Get ahead of yourself. You know you're going to hit the end of this episode when we go with one minute left of the episode. Let's oh, talk about Thor, so Love and Thor, Thunder. Love and Thunder. <laughs> Iron Man 26. But yeah, Patreon.com slash HeyFam. You get an extra episode of HeyFam every single week. Stupid. It's just five bucks. It is stupid. Our accountants are telling us to stop doing it. <laughs> and I'm saying... How many absolute, accountants do we have in this scenario? A whole team. A whole team of accountants. Like yeah. 11? Uh, yes 11 accounts 11 yeah like stranger things. and and they're all paid by patreon so patrons like you they're all shareholders yeah, yeah. we have a patreon just for them mm-hmm. that we pay yeah no, we subscribe patreon. to their patreon <laughs> uh, they account, upload uh, the 11 accountants <laughs> of hayfair they upload our legal documents and the only way we can access them is by subscribing to their patreon right so it just feeds the beast you're in yeah, whenever a new document comes that just uploads automatically to yep. our rss feed yeah yeah to, it uploads to my offline Kindle that then I have to <laughs> plug into a wall. Uh, yeah, I don't think they exist. I don't have an offline Kindle. Yeah, you, I mean, how would you put books on it? You just imagine them. Right. I mean, that, that, it's that's, just a piece of paper. I would love to do that in some, like, uh, you know, Minimal. Uh, ph- philosophical thing and be like, here's a, here's a Kindle son. And they're like, Dad, it, there's no buttons, it does nothing. And it's like also why would I want a Kindle? There's like a million other. But then it's like I'd that's rather. right. You now you just imagine the books mm. and then go write it, and then he'll say, uh, you know, thanks, Dad, thanks, in Dad. years to come when he writes the book. <laughs> and that's why uh, I'm not allowed to have children. <laughs> <laughs> that's the I was an agreement that Angus signed in a previous uh, Patreon episode of our accountants. Yeah, and uh, also co- with Jeff Bezos. <laughs> um. So, any f- closing thoughts on Minions Rise of Gru? Uh, Will you see the other Minions movies? I think so. I'd like to see... So, there's three Despicable Me's? There, there are three Despicable Me's. The D- the DMs. Um, and there's DM1, DM2, DM3. Yep. And then between two you and three... You ever done DMT? Uh, no. Once, Have you? Once. Not in the top three, but... Not in the top three. Top ten. Was Ketamine in the top three? I said, yeah, absolutely. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Uh... The first Minions comes between D2, D3. DM2, DM3. M in the middle. <laughs> so it's like a mathematical problem. 
Um, I reckon Riz is in it. <laughs> there's there's one other Minions movie, right? So it's the second Minions movie. Yeah. So two. It goes Despicable Me, Despicable Me two, Minions. Right. Despicable Me three, three Minions: The Rise of. Should call it Despicable Three. The well, Despicable now you three. three me. Now now you see me. Now you don't. Yeah. Now you now you see three. Have you got a favorite Minion? Bob? Uh, I don't like Bob. I think he was the one with one. He seemed like a bit of a... Oh, no. Bob's cute. Yeah. Okay. I didn't like Stuart. He was like a bully. Fuck Stuart, man. Everyone's been saying that. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I hang out in the the places where people talk about me. All my new followers on TikTok, one in 10, has this same minion, like minion clan. I think they call themselves. Really? Minion, like an avatar. Yeah. It's like just like a guy. What's it look like? I'll find it for you. Like I'm going to go to my new followers. I'm sure if I, I don't have to scroll far until I find one. This is embarrassing. Yeah. There we go. There it is. Do you remember when you weren't TikTok famous? No. Uh, I, oh, okay. Yeah, it's just like some some guy in like a yellow hoodie yeah. holding up a, a light. I don't, know what, I don't know what that's about. Is that Mr. B? Is, it's, that, it's is, that, that, is that what Mr. B is? And then another one is like this, this shitty cartoon of a pink pig wearing a crown. What's, oh, wow. that, what's that about 16 year olds who just learnt what ketamine is? Must be Mr. Beast. I taught you something. Teach me something back. It's, it reeks of Mr. Beast. I wish it reeked of Mr. Bean. Oh, no, he got ca- I don't. He got cancelled, didn't he? Rowan Atkinson was like, not cancelled, but everyone was like, ugh. Because he was like, everything should be allowed to be funny or something. And now everyone hates him again. Yeah, but every old person says that. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> um, about Mace- and it's true. <laughs> Mace- Macy Gray was in, uh, in, in the news today. Did yeah. You hear, did you hear this? Did you hear this? Um, turns out Macy Gray was in the news today. I tried to say goodbye, but I choked. <laughs> That's what I said when I turned <laughs> off the TV. Just great, you know, to see another the downfall of another star of Jamie Kennedy's New Year's Eve experience. Well, you know, it's like um, it's like the Ring. You know, they all filmed this <laughs> like instead fi- of dying final, within Final Destination. Instead of dying within seven days, yeah. within uh, seven decades, your career will come to an end. <laughs> Happened to Jamie before he shot this. Who? What was the band in it? Isn't it like some shit? Band? It was Macy Gray is performing. I, I, there might be a band. I think you better watch the entire special again. I, I honestly live would. on a Hayfam episode like on we did Ketamine. Last time. <laughs> it goes for like nineteen <laughs> hours. Um, I, 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 I wish the writers' room were on Ketamine because that has potential to be like one of the best anti-comedy like. If that was scripted or like by comedians, it has it has like the legs to be like the funniest thing ever. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Just like some Norm Macdonald, just like Tim and Eric, just like really like oh wow, they really put no effort into this. This rules. Yeah, but yeah. to the point where it's, you know, like it, it it is on par with like a on cinema Oscars special. Sure, you know, when they're yeah. just like live and unscripted and. It always ends with like someone dying and it being like <laughs> over the top. Like it has potential to be that, but Jamie Kennedy is just so pathetic. It doesn't even reach those lows. Imagine if he played Highs. Elvis in Baz Luhrmann's Elvis. And and with the same wow. amount of charisma, same voice as he gives uh, Tim Avery. The, he's the, hey, the, the main character. Of, in so I went on a bit of a uh, romantic comedy. You know, I watched this song about Mary last week. Yeah, yeah. I went on a bit of a tear afterwards and immediately the next... Subsequential nights Subsequent nights (laughs) Subsequential nights Oh that reminds me I came up with a cool um, TV show idea today Because I accidentally spelled something You know how sometimes You spell something wrong And and you're like And you're like But that's a TV show Yeah I had um, 90 days seance And it's You have 90 days To either like Be a ghost And become human again Via marriage Or like To have a seance And like 
It's got something to do with 90 Day Fiance. Oh, right. I but also, it's a ghost. So it's like, or maybe it's like. And Beyonce's in it. Well, no, it's like, Fion- she, she couldn't afford her. Right. She couldn't afford me, actually. But it's like, Seance and Fiance. And, or maybe it's more like, how far you can go with like, a Weekend of Bernie's-esque thing where like, you fi- find someone who's dead, take their records, everything, and pretend you're marrying them. To, to, to get like a green card. Do you remember what you were talking about before you interrupted yourself with this? Minions? <laughs> <laughs> no, romantic comedies. Romantic comedies yeah. yeah. So I watched, I, I subsequently... <laughs> the romantic comedy Minions. I watched... Um, Something about Mary. Yes. And then after that, I watched Me, Myself and Irene. Okay. Like the next night. Yeah, yeah. And... Is Jimmy Kennedy in it? No. But... Uh, we're watching it and... The, the chick from Son of the Mask is in it. Yeah. His wife. That. Yeah, yeah. She plays the woman at the start that he marries and then has the Mrs. Affair. Tim Avery. Yeah, she has... It's Jim Carrey and Jim Avery. But yeah. it, isn't that so funny that she... <coughs> wife was, of the mask. She's fucked both masks. <laughs> Fuck, That's what right. I, I was like, holy shit. They are, I, I was like spinning out um, because I was like, she has a child with Jamie Kennedy in Son of the Mask, which yep. came like five years after. But... She doesn't have kids with Jim Carrey because all the kids are black, remember? Of course. Because she sleeps with the small, like, uh, chauffeur. Mm. Yeah. Crazy movie. And also, her kid with Tim Avery isn't really hers either. No, it's the mask. It's the mask. It's Lowski and hers. Well, it's not Tim Avery. That was the mask. That's right. The mask rapes her, doesn't it? I guess so. Remember, he comes home from the work party after. I think she consents. (laughs) But he doesn't. Well, yeah, so he gets raped yeah. by, by the mask. He's little... I don't know yeah. how that works. It's yeah. an insane movie. Uh, <laughs> we should again, another anti-comedy classic. An- another 10, ten, ten, ten episodes months on it. Uh, going through. I've been doing... Uh, oh, yeah, but I watched Me, Myself and Irene. And was good? Yeah, it's so funny. Like, it's just, it's just funny it. because, again, much like uh, Rowan Atkinson, <laughs> uh, you couldn't make that movie now. <laughs> just you can't do that. Yeah, it's a lot of that. It's it, it is like an insane performance by Jim Carrey though. When he sucks on that woman's teddy, wild, <laughs> just... with such like fever, like yeah, like yeah. robotic draw. Yeah, uh, I'd only seen it once, and I was completely like shocked at how I remembered like every line. I remember like just moments from it, like when he um, t- pulls his pants down. And squats. Wait, Jim and t- Carrey pulling Jim Carrey. his pants down. Yeah, and he's gonna take a no, shit. No, I was joking. On a, on he did that, that in log. like every movie. <laughs> he's, he's gonna take a shit on the lawn, and suddenly it cuts to oh, the ice cream, chocolate. Yeah, soft yeah, serve that's an amazing, yeah. an amazing cut. Uh, and then I watch Meet the Parents the following night. So you are doing that Farrelly Brothers. Uh, yeah, no, I, I was like, I, I'm on discography. it. Discography. Yeah. Filmography, like we uh, laser discography. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's good, man. Uh, the Farrell eyes. Um. We watched Elvis. You saw it a couple of weeks ago. I saw it with my parents. It's a, it, it is an impeccable parent film. My Especially par- if your my parents, parents saw it without me. Um, they don't love you. It's true. Um, and uh, so B and I went to see it. B grew up with like even more. She grew up next door to Elvis. That's right. Um, it was her and Elvis. She, li- she lived in Grace World and he lived in Grace Land. It was like Donkey Kong Land and Donkey Kong. No, she lived in uh, Grace Country. <laughs> it's like Donkey Kong uh, Land on Game Boy, and uh, that's where Elvis lived. Right. But she lived in uh, Don- uh, Elvis Country. Her dad, big Elvis fan. In fact, when he he drove her to our wedding, 
mm. um, in like one of his old classic cars. Um, he'd made a he'd asked me to make them a CD that only had Elvis songs on it. Cool. So like just blaring Elvis classics. So just playing Jive Bunny on the way there. Come on, everybody! Come on, everybody! I I would love to somehow just get the rights to that Jive Bunny. Album. What about Jive like a Jive Bunny? Like uh, movie, like in like. Did I tell you how I like drove to maybe like one of the movie premieres you and I went to, and I picked up Noon, and I all I played was Jive Bunny, and we just listened to swing music for the whole trip. Fuck my come, 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 come on, everybody, come on, everybody. What's your um? How do we even describe? They're like British. No, your favorite, your favorite TikTok. Oh yeah, those kids are the best. It's like so. It's so. It's like these like kids. I think they're in the UK, right? Yeah, they're in the UK. They and go to a school that essentially their school uniform makes them look like they're in Hogwarts, like Hufflepuff. So yeah, we're, we're, and so the, the 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 video opens with them, and the, it's the 1600s caption is, drip. "I don't mess with 1500s drip." Yeah, and then three clown faces, <laughs> and then it has them and it, the, him and his friends dancing. <laughs> it's pretty. I can't be your man. Sorry. I'm sorry. Cause I'm a fucking, fucking fan. fan. Dun, 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 dun. I get bread. All these fucking bands. Dude, I blast this song all the time. Yeah, so I went to Tilly and my daughter's first ever <laughs> ballet concert. Did they play that? Dude, that song played, and all I could think of <laughs> I'm was, sorry. Fi- was 15 I can't be your man. I'm sorry. <laughs> da, 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 She's a fucking da, fan. Da, 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 da. It's called, if you want to find it, the song's called Gritty Nutcracker. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to it legit. Goes gritty nutcracker. <laughs> <laughs> ages. By Zanny with two X's. Dude, somebody, yeah. That rules. Is it from this year? Is it? It must yeah, be older. It's from this year. We've got a new classic <laughs> Hey Fam anthem. I love it. It's coming out in March. <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> Wait, from the video. why you spitting all these facts? Just the truth of me, otherwise I'm fucking holding back. Sorry, I can't be your man. I'm sorry, she a fucking, fucking fan. fan. I get bread. <laughs> it, it rules. I wish that song was as big as like uh <laughs> the 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 Yeet song that yeah, is in the, in in the, the Minions, Minions movie. TikTok. This is I would I would wear a suit to the Minions movie if if that, that were the same the same thing that guys the 1500s drip. Yeah, there, those yeah. guys are the best. Yeah, I follow and then um. They got in trouble for posting that, but it has like millions of views and they've posted being like, yeah, they told us to take it down, but we're not going. Like, <laughs> we said it was good and like showing like our way of life to people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're sick. Well, they're proud of their uniform. It's well, the as best. if you wouldn't be. Yeah. You look like you're in fucking Bloodborne going to school every day. Um, yeah, Elvis, dad. This is my favorite <laughs> FM episode of all time. I think. No ketamine has been done. I haven't done ketamine for ages. I, I don't like it. Yeah, right. Mm, I'm, well, I had this horrible experience where I felt like, have you seen Interstellar? <laughs> felt like <laughs> things just kept repeating. <laughs> and you know when he's in the bookshelf. But yeah, no, Elvis, I, I went to Graceland when I was... Oh, that's right, our Graceland stories. I was 12. So yeah, yeah. I was in, in America and um, we went to Memphis because we had family friends that lived there. Um, <laughs> um, and me, me, my oh, parents and Jive Bunny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is it Little Richard? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Who's playing Little Richard in that? I don't know. Like Macy Gray. It looks like it looks like a woman playing him. Little Richard was very effeminate. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. I was just curious who the actor mm. was. I could look it up, but I won't. I don't want to. Just a fucking fan. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm a fucking fan. Dun, 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 dun. Um, 
<laughs> That's so funny. That's all you could think of. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Oh, dude, there's nothing worse than <laughs> like <laughs> being <laughs> with like my family and and like a bunch of strangers and just having the stupidest being like, thing that only you understand. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I you, wish, I wish. But Ang- I'm, we've got to get something inviting <laughs> Angus to all our family functions. Who's guys. that guy? <laughs> I'm going to be like the dude filming. <laughs> I'd like that. I'd like <laughs> what a scoop. <laughs> yeah, I, I want weird uncle uh, energy at things. I have already told you that I'm um I'm godparent. Yeah, I'm gonna replace my Archie's current godparent. I looked into it. Um, How much does it cost? Free. I'm you, sorry. You just have to come. You just have to come. To- <laughs> I can't be a man. I'm sorry because I'm a fucking fan. You just have to come to his confirmation and get replaced. Confirmed. Then we were gonna record a diss track to his previous yeah. godfather. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I'm in it. And Archie's just gonna be like just. Have no idea. He's, yeah, I love it. This is great. And then what we should do I, is then we should like we should fake your deaths, <laughs> but you're watching in the other room through like people like a painting, and it, you can watch me raise your son for a week. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> and then you come out and go, "I'm sorry, <laughs> I can't be your dad. I'm sorry, I'm a fucking fan." Yeah, yeah. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Elvis. Went to Graceland when I was a kid. Mm. That was when Graceland. I realized Graceland. Graceland um, sounds like a uh, supermarket. It's like when people say Legos. Yeah, or um, Interstellar's. Because <laughs> you know that the <laughs> bookshelf. <laughs> you know that feeling. Yeah, of course, yeah, of course. Yeah, that's how it felt, man. Um, Elvis would get it. <laughs> Wouldn't he? Yeah, but I didn't know I was a fan of Elvis when I was a kid. But I went to you Graceland. You were like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, can't, <laughs> I can't be, be a, a fan. fan. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Because he's the fucking man Dude Yeah so you had an Elvis epiphany It took you going to It's a It's a a really I mean if you're ever in That part of uh, The world Mm. Go to Elvis's house And So I I have the exact same story Except mine was like Six years ago And I was always like "Eh, Whatever on Elvis As As you know I um View the world through Two prisms The music world I view through the Beatles Like Mm -hmm. As a kid I learned like Everything about the Beatles And there I started learning Just by because they were so like the nebulous, the, the, like they were like you know the nebulous for like popular culture. 
you'd inadvertently learn about a lot of other things as well. So like I learned about Bob Dylan, the Rolling Stones, like a lot of things from that era you just learn about because of the Beatles reach and influence. And obviously I learned a bit about Elvis because he was a huge influence on the Beatles. Like one of the reasons why they made music, like John Lennon was like mega fan. But then like, I always thought he was kind of lame because I knew like the Hollywood, like cowboy surf movie Elvis. Cause like my grandparents had like all those videotapes. And then I was like, well, the Beatles movies are so much cooler because they play themselves. They're like mockumentary. Like I was like, that was, they were, and I didn't realize at the time that that was like, a response to Elvis movies. They were like, well, we're not going to do that. We're going to just be ourselves. And, and you know what the next level of that is, is um, Head, the monkeys movie. Yeah, which written by Jack, Jack Nicholson. Nicholson. Oh, yeah. yeah, Mental shit. But yeah, it, it, exactly. But as a kid, like you just kind of, I guess I assumed they all happened at the same time. You right. Know, yeah, you know totally, what I mean? It's yeah. just like old stuff. Yeah. And I always thought Elvis was kind of lame. And I, I thought the Vegas stuff was very lame as a kid. I was like, oh, he got all fat and... Or whatever, and then like and it was someone that you would always just see like caricatures of in Mad Magazine, and just wearing like, like basically like an evil Knievel outfit, yeah. sweating, eating food, like the opposite, in such stark contrast to like him on TV doing Hound Dog when he's like oversized suit jacket, shaking hips, looking like beautiful. Yeah, just like uh, and it was kind of just like I just knew it was like a parody. And I also knew um, when a kid dressed up as Elvis and performed on Red Faces on Hey Hey It's Saturday. Yeah. Did blue suede shoes, tore the roof off the motherfucker. Yeah. Red, but- red, uh, yeah, turned that six upside down. It's a nine now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so, yeah, w- weird, weird cultural touch points. But, yeah. But so then yeah. I went to Graceland with my friend because we were in Memphis. Gra- Gracelands. Gracelands. Okay. I'll have to fix that in post. Like Interstellus. Interstellus. <laughs> uh, was driving through the South, much like you- yourself. And we were like, we got to, you know, we went to Sun Studios, I think, the mm-hmm. day before. And then went to Graceland. Or maybe we even did in the same day. But um, have I shown you my park at Graceland? I had the front park. Yeah, yeah you showed me very excitedly. It's an incredible week. park. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll post it in the Discord. We still... Drop a pic. We, we, we send it to each other like once a month, which is like, dude, remember... We got that like front park at Graceland. It was fucking crazy. I reckon that has a lot to do with how much of a good time I had. Yeah. But uh, went there and then left being like, oh, holy shit, Elvis rules. I love Elvis. Yeah. Completely get it. Uh, yeah, amazing guy. Like there were people crying at his grave when totally. I was there when I was a kid. And my mom was like, can you believe it? I'm like, yeah, I can believe it. Yeah, of that. course I can. Did the audio tour mean nothing to you? So we spoke about this too. You had the audio tour. Yeah. And, you got- and so I guess, you know, you were 12. I went like, 15 years later it's now an ipad but i went oh that's right you went, went just for, before i went like 2013 so i my, went 2015 because b something. b had never been to graceland and um gracelands it's actually cool looking to sell us <laughs> um and she actually grew up as someone had you know next door to elvis Wayne, of course <laughs> yeah. his neighbor but like you know it was had, elvis B and then like uh, Mr. Wilson, so, sorry Wilson in uh, Home Improvement. It's Mr. Sunday Movies. Elvis was like, "Hey, uh, I might do something with that." A wild Um But yeah, they so like I was like, "Hey, we should go to Graceland when we're in Memphis." And B yeah. was like, oh, "Are you serious?" I'm like, "Yeah, man, it's fucking incredible." And yeah, it turns out she's a much bigger. Elvis fan than I ever was and she had an even better time at Graceland. She was like, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like a, a man. man. <laughs> sorry. I'm a fucking like a fan. fan. So I had this iPad and you'd wear it around your neck which uh, thinking back was kind of very not um, you know, osteo-friendly. No. <laughs> but it was hosted by John Stamos and had a photo of him and he'd recorded the whole thing and it kind of used AI I guess. He's like, huh. 
So you're inside the jungle room now. Cool. If you hold this up, Elvis's bass over there was always on standby. Just like, it was the best. It and was that's like, such a great choice of Uncle Jesse, to, baby. Yeah. <laughs> he don't, loved don't, the king. Don't touch the hair. Don't touch the hair. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Was He's his... such a simp for like the Beach Boys and Elvis. It's so good. No, was, was he the... Oh yeah, he's actually played in Beach Boys. So he's in Beach Boys. He plays... He's, he Remember... Kokomo was like launched on Full House, maybe. Remember that's there was like a yeah, special yeah. where they go to like Hawaii yeah, and he's like the, drumming or something? For the, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Absolutely insane shit. Do you remember what his catchphrase was? Wait, no, Kokomo is in Cocktail. There was an, it was another Beach Boys song. It wasn't a pop, was it, wasn't his, a, it wasn't a hit. What is his catchphrase? I think I'm mistaking it for Joey's from have Blossom. Mercy. Oh, yeah, have mercy. <laughs> I was going, whoa, which was Joey Lawrence from Blossom. Do you remember that? Yeah. And then they made like a show that was maybe a spinoff or just had the Lawrence brothers. Why am I thinking about them? Oh, yeah. One of them's in a Steven Seagal movie I watched recently. He directed it. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. One of the Lawrence brothers is like in with those like weird like Eastern European countries that give you $16 million to shoot a movie with (laughs) With a failing... Steven Seagal in it, yeah. Yeah, with a failing Hollywood star. It sucks that Bruce Willis is not going to be in that world anymore. Yeah, well... Probably for the best. It is for the best. I see now he was doing it as just like a way to get his family money. Yeah. I, I was reading with those contracts, he would get anywhere between 8 to $12 million per role. And then the rest of the budget is like $1 million and goes towards like everything else. So they get this money. There's a great article on, um, I think it was Vulture. It went into like huge depth with the, like one of the producers of these like aging star like Vehicles. streaming movies. Yeah, yeah. So fascinating. But essentially it was like 90% of the all the money they raise goes to the star. So I reckon Bruce Willis was like diagnosed and then probably was like, I'll do 15 of these over the next three years or something, two years. And then that'll set up my family. King shit. King shit. Elvis. So I don't have a, like, I don't love Baz Luhrmann as a director. I think I, I, I loved Romeo and Juliet when I first saw it. And I do like Strictly Ballroom. I went through a, maybe a tall poppy syndrome thing. You, um, tall poppy. My English teacher in high school like fucking hated Baz Luhrmann's Romeo and Juliet, and I think I'm sorry convinced <laughs> most of most of the class that that it sucked too. But revisiting that's that, so lame. It's so good. Yeah, that movie but, is but like, how funny. Like that he was like at that point, like and Romeo and Juliet had only just come out. It was like a year after it came like out, 97, 98. And he was like, oh no, I don't like Baz Luhrmann at the best of the best of times, but that movie in particular, it's like movie's two, iconic. They, also, there's two movies at that point. Yeah. <clears throat> Maybe you could see the future. Yeah, no, I, I so that movie is incredible. I think like that movie is, it is like the quintessential Jamie ni- Kennedy nineties movie. Jamie I think Kennedy's like the soundtrack, it. Jamie Kennedy, Jamie the Kennedy. fashion. It's it, I think it's such a great film. To me, it's like I think he works best when he's adapting something, which is why I think I enjoyed Elvis in the like in his upper echelon films for me. But do you like? Great oh no, Gatsby? I don't like Gatsby. Yeah, no, yeah. I take that I back. Exactly. Gatsby, yeah, and. Uh, the absolute worst movie of his. Australia. Australia. Now, have you read about what they're doing <clears throat> to that? What are they doing to it? So he's doing a lot of press, obviously, because of Elvis. It is being recut Australia for Star slash Hulu, wherever you are in the world. And, and it's, it's actually... It's been it. called Far Away Downs, which is... Because the guy who got me the job on Star Wars when I was a kid, he built all, he's built like all of Basil's George, sets as Lucas. well. Um, Elvis. <laughs> he, George he, Elvis. He, he built all of that. Uh, like all the stuff for Australia, and that's why I remember the name so well because he like I think Nicole Kidman's character lives on a farm called Faraway Downs or something. Remember, yeah. it's like kind of based on 
Wizard of Oz or something. Yeah. T- so anyway, it's been cut into like an eight. At one f- point, there's one fucking line in it where it's like towards the end, and like the if only I had l- a brain. The, the little girl gets saved, and then she goes, "Let's go home. There's no place quite like it." And then um, there was that other bit, which I don't know if 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 it made it in the movie or if it's going to be in this extra cut. Is when um. Hugh Jackman says, if only I had some brain and then like forces Nicole Kidman's head <laughs> to suck his dick. <laughs> and he's like, so that's why they call it far away down. <laughs> and she's like, and then she said, that's what I call a little rich. And he's like, I'm sorry. I can't be a man. <laughs> and then Mr. Sunday movies is like, and Baz Luhrmann's like, you guys ever seen Interstellar? Yeah. <laughs> He's definitely doing ketamine during this movie. But uh, it's been cut into eight episodes called what? Far Away Downs. And it's like longer. He's found there's heaps of that cut from oh, the movie. It's so long as it but is. But now it's going to be like a weekly series. So I'm like, one thing I've always really wanted to watch. Uh, remember Tarantino re-edited The Hateful Eight? Is like yeah, that, no, definitely. But it's not available here. <clears throat> yeah, that sucks. And he did the same thing. But that's a movie I really, really <laughs> liked. Granted, I've only seen that movie once. It's like my least watched Tarantino film. Yep. Uh, I don't know why. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm a fucking fan. <laughs> but I would be willing to do give this one a try because I really didn't like that first Jesus film. Christ, it's such a bad movie. I don't think I could do it. <clears throat> what if it was like 30-minute bits though? I mean, the, Prime eight of Jackman. them. Eight 30-minute bits. It's even longer. Even more Dude, of my time. We, we watched Moon Knight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> we watched Eternals. I can't be your moon. We watched Shang-Chi. I like Shang-Chi. been thinking about that. I've been thinking about a lot of the phase. Phase 4 is, is yeah, crazy. Fucking insane. Phase 4, phase four is insane. It's, yeah, but that's, that's, that's. Point. Save that, save that for later. Save that for later. Don't get ahead of yourself, buddy. Well, let's just we, do we, speed We've only been doing HFM for 42 minutes at this point. Speed round. Baz Luhrmann, thumbs up, thumbs down. We'll do Strictly Borum, thumbs up. Thumbs up. Romeo Juliet, thumbs, thumbs up. up. Moulin Rouge. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Just from an iconic music yep. soundtrack point of view. It was the first time uh, Nirvana was licensed. Because in the movie, I, I think someone says, like, here we are now, entertain us. Yeah, that's right. And I remember it being, like, a huge <laughs> thing, being, like, Courtney loves granted. <laughs> uh, again, also iconic. Um, you and McGregor. McGregor. Who else is in it? Nicole Kidman. Yeah. Richard Roxborough. Yeah. Um, Do the can, 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 can. What's that guy... The, the very British uh, je- uh, The British guy Richard E. Grant Richard E. Kelly <laughs> No, no uh, He's like fat And he's like Oh I'm the The, the guy Who's always from old. The guy from Indiana Jones No The guy from Slughorn in Harry Potter Jim Broadbent Oh yeah Yeah <coughs> It also has The guy who played Mercurio Isn't it No, no Paul Mercurio is in Strictly Boring Yeah The guy who played uh, Romeo uh, Juliet's cousin Thingy, what's his name? Luigi. Uh, John Leguizamo. John, Le- John Leguizamo plays like a short he person. He plays Tybalt. Yeah, right. Um, okay, cool. I, I need to go back to that one. No. that I remember watching it and it being like... Actually, a lot of Elvis reminded me of parts of it. Yeah, well, it's like very like glitzy and... What's well, also like... Legacy. No, it's like Michael Bay except... And doesn't doesn't no shot last more than like two seconds? Doesn't Kylie Minogue play like the absent fairy? Yeah, fairy? she plays an absent fairy. It's insane. Yeah. It's like... It's pure turn of the century as well. Like it's like well, he's a maximalist. Yeah, right, it's character. unbridled two thousands Australiana. Like remember, <laughs> it was like 
It was just like all over the place. There's a, there's and again, an iconic soundtrack. I know Lady we have a lot, of, a lot of bonkers film buffs in in in, our, in the PayFam Discord. Track down a movie called Welcome to Whoop Whoop. Oh, Welcome to Whoop Whoop. If yeah, you want to yeah, see yeah, it. Yeah. I think it was directed by the singer who did Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Sure. But it is absolutely off the walls, like maximalist yeah. Australiana, late 90s. Fuck. The fine, should, we the, should do a redo, like Idiot Box. Just. I, 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 I re- rewatched that recently. It's fucking rules. I'm but sorry. My, my favorite is Mullet. Yeah, Mullet's great. Mullet's what they did. I think that was shot in Kayama. Yeah, I think, I think yeah, so. Yeah, a bunch of it was. Uh, I never saw Dirty Deeds. That's one with John Goodman. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I saw Goodman. that. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah. What fun I, fact, too, with Moulin Rouge, immediately, like, the day after the shooting ended, um, or, no, Star Wars started getting made in the same studio. Oh, okay, right. So, Ewan McGregor was living here for, like, two or three years because of it. But while I was on set, he was in like full Obi-Wan garb, like Attack of the Clones garb. I mean, mullet, lightsaber, everything. And he was singing every song from Moulin Rouge. Right. He was just walking around because he would have been in the same set doing it. He would just be walking around singing like your song as, you, as Obi-Wan <laughs> Kenobi. And I remember being like, this is so fucking surreal right now. It was amazing. So after, after um, Moulin Rouge, is it Australia? Yeah. So I, I believe he tried doing Alexander the Great. And yeah, at the same time, Oliver Stone was doing Alexander <coughs> with Colin Farrell and Angelina Jolie, and it tanked. And much like um, when Stanley Kubrick was trying to make Napoleon, a movie called Waterloo came out, tanked, and then investors in the studio were like, okay, people aren't into Napoleon, we're pulling the plug on that. And Baz Lo- they, they canned um, Alexander. So it was Leonardo DiCaprio was cast as Alexander. Nicole Kidman was the mother and I believe he'd got like the entire Macedonian army to be like extras and stuff. And he was doing like, do you know how like with Alexander the Great, Greeks claim him and like Macedonians claim him? You know how there's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I believe the Oliver Stone one is like the Greek retelling or like the Greeks' favoured story, but the Lerman one was going to be the Macedonian one. That's crazy. Now I only know this because my family friend was working on it and like would tell me this stuff, but I do remember that happening. And it just getting canned because of the like, because ta- I think like Oliver Stone, Alexander cost a lot of money, but it was just like critically panned. Yeah. And then it was Australia. Um, Australia fucking sucks. So Such- Australia, he was trying to do like. It was like really big in Europe. Do you remember? Well, yeah, he was trying hit? to do. I remember him saying like, oh, he wanted to do like. He, I remember him being like, I wanted to do like Oklahoma. And that's why it's like this big name, Australia. But it's like, it's that romantic version of australia that doesn't exist and it's also about racism yeah it tries and then one thing that's interesting about it's that the darwin bombing which is like a world war ii thing that like no one knew about here for like decades remember i remember studying it when i was in but yeah it didn't like when it happened like it was kept off the sure records intelligence swept under the rug like there's i'm sorry but it's just such a like bland boring movie it's it's like grand it's not like maximalist do you know what i mean yeah, it's no, very like sure. like the cameras are locked mm-hmm. as opposed to his a, usual a, z- a zillion edits yeah and I, I i i i didn't like that i remember seeing it as cinema and being like this fucking sucks i never saw great gatsby which he gatsby, made in 2013 um i would revisit but i didn't love it at the time and i, I really liked the book uh, right. have you ever read it no so the book's like pretty understated it's like is there a manga version of it yeah the gatsby son gatsby but they're, Batsby Batsby <laughs> That's his son <laughs> After you read Gatsby Then you read yeah, yeah. Uh, Batsby uh, But it's very over the top I was top. thinking about that um, 
thinking about Thor Love and Thunder, I love that the villain's name is just Gore. <laughs> Thor Gore. Gore. It's just like a it's a very Baruto thing. <laughs> um Yeah, but a minute the cast is great. Leonardo DiCaprio, you know, yeah. He, he's a great Jay Gatsby. I would rewatch it. Definitely curious like after watching Elvis. And then when there's Elvis. Well, yeah, and in between that he does the that Netflix oh, yeah. series about, about hip hop, the get down, I think it's called. Sure. But yeah, yeah, Elvis. Um and I guess, like, I don't know. I felt like the timing was really right on this one. I was like, yeah, I could watch a Basil Luhrmann movie. Yeah. Like, I, 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 two years ago when it was announced, I could not have cared less. Right. I was like, uh, I think I was like pretty off Great Gatsby, what he did with that in Australia. So I was like, man, I really don't want to see what he does to Elvis. Like, I have no interest. And then I saw the casting. And I was like, okay, like a relative unknown. That's good. Uh, Tom Hanks. I don't know. Then I, it, it, the only thing I knew about this movie was Tom Hanks got COVID for years. That, that's <laughs> course, like all I yeah. knew about this, and it was made in the Gold Coast, right? Yeah. Mm. Um, that first trailer came out. I love the part when Austin Butler mm. sings like you know, "What since my baby left?" And yeah. there's a big, there's a big kind of like space, like like mm. you know, it's a very like perfectly cut kind trailer. of trailer version yeah. of a song. But then I. All of Tom Hanks's bits. I was, it was like, you know, we're not so different, you and yeah. I. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Is he kind of a Bond villain yeah, or yeah. just like kind of a fat suit guy? <laughs> Insane casting. Um, and the fact that he is like the anchor of this movie. It's such an interesting choice. It's, it's a fucked choice because I think it's w- maybe the worst character in cinema I've ever come across. Yeah, wow. Every time it cut back, like, I would be like really enjoying like, oh man, like, you know, even though it's a very selective altered version of Elvis's history, which of course is going to be, it's a biopic. always are, yeah. But like, you know, in this one, it like, it's like, oh, you know, uh, Elvis uh, was was passionately against racism. In fact, he wanted to bring together, you know, all like, of the yeah, people. Yeah, and like, it, it was actually... Also, don't check uh, Priscilla's age. No, totally, yeah. yeah. She, she was like 14. 14. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just like, it was very glossed over. and To the point where he was like, I feel like Baz was like, okay, we, we want to gloss over the fact that Priscilla was, was 14. 14. Well, so let's just not give him any reason to like find her interesting. Like they don't, they don't build her character yeah. at all until she is unhappy with him. Yeah. Like uh, it was very, very odd. Um, but yeah, like the, <laughs> the part where it's like, it frames like... Like Elvis as this crazy genius because when he was growing up um, in like a ghetto with like uh, like other young black families, he loved uh, Captain Marvel Junior. Yep, um, and which is a tidbit that I didn't know about. No, I, and I guess that's where the taking care of business uh, lightning bolt came from. Right, um, but he he you know he's a he's crazy brain was the first thing to ever hear rhythm and blues and gospel music and mash them together and i found that like a, a really odd like it was like it's a cool kind of scene but like a, a hilarious thing for baz to suggest like that, like only elvis was smart enough to put these two black genres of music together it was only wide enough yeah um but i really enjoyed the first like hour of this movie dude i was so surprised that like the first half hour even I was like man this is actually because so much better than I anticipated and like Tom Hanks sucks in it but like he's just one of, one <laughs> of many zany parts of that first yeah. hour but then it, it like I'm like I mean normally I would say spoilers but this is like a biopic about someone who's, yeah we all know this can, Elvis is dead yeah exactly he's left the building but so Elvis is Elvis basically like you know has this like incredibly fast rise to fame and the way it like kind of tells that story of like you know records getting passed. He's already cut his records at Sun Sun Records by the time the movie starts, um, 
and we kind of see like yeah this guy colonel parker um tom hanks plays this like a european guy who now lives in the south as like a circus promoter um a snowman a snowman yeah <laughs> the snowman <laughs> um and yeah we, he that kind of like i should like basically brings elvis to the level of fame that we would we now know him as mm. and it's a it's like that first hour is like it's so quick yeah there's so many edit points and like if Dude, you how good is david wenham <laughs> I know it's like like what's his name that uh, uh, singer guy who knows yeah whatever but he's great in it yeah is, is it Kobe what's yeah his, great he, yeah he was great in that part he too. just plays cowboys now doesn't yeah. he he's replaced Paul Dano as your period piece like weird looking guy <laughs> is he Australian as well no no Kobe okay. Smith McPhee or something yeah I don't know. what else is he in besides that cowboy movie lots of them okay just every yeah. cowboy movie mm. um but then yeah he, uh, Elvis has to go to to go to the army. Mm. And while he's in the army, his mum dies, and the film just slows down so much, and you spend so much more time with Tom Hanks's character. And I, every time it cut back to him, I was just like, "Fuck!" The momentum of the movie just drained. And it's I just, insane performance. It's like, so bad. It's, it's insane. Like you would, you would get really, really invested in Austin Butler's because Austin Butler is incredible in it as Elvis, say. totally. And like you know, he plays Elvis throughout his entire life. So also, like, what a ages. daunting role to take on like yeah biopics especially with iconic musicians are hard but like sometimes it's about nailing the voice the look but like he has to like nail everything like the movements the like it's kind of insane yeah and i think like he deserves all the accolades yeah like, totally he, he I, he'll get an oscar nom for sure he's excellent in this yeah. movie um but yeah. then it would cut back like you know this really passionate scene of like you know Austin Butler as Elvis, you know, like either singing or like convincing mm. people to let him do music his way. And then it would cut to like Tom Hanks be like, oh, yes. well, well, you know, Elvis, you know, me and well, Santa Claus yeah. is very good. <laughs> it's just so fucking strange. I mean, I've, maybe that guy generally talk like that, but also like, who, yeah, no, he was, uh, who cares? Yeah. I don't know. Just make him American. <laughs> it was too odd. Or just don't get Tom Hanks. No, it's kind of like, I don't know. If it wasn't Baz Luhrmann, I'd be like, yeah, that was off footing. But I'm like, yeah, that's fucking crazy. I've no, I just straight up hated every time this, this yeah, right. character was on screen, and I didn't know what point he was trying to make by having him be the narrator and also make him out to be like the bad guy. Yeah, but, that was but, weird. But then, like, he doesn't have a moment at the end of the movie where he's like, you know, as the narrator, like he's like, "Well, I fucked up," or like he just, he just dies. Right? Or what happened? Well, he just, no, it just, it just stops. Like he kind of he goes, just he stops goes, narrating. He goes, right? Elvis. Elvis had he died from love. It's like what he says. He's like Elvis died. It's like no, he died from like from too much love. A lot, like and then other it, things. And then it like cuts to like like a, a memory he has of Elvis. And I thought it was going to cut back to him, but it doesn't. The movie just ends. So I like I, I he know. really didn't need to narrate it. No, the narration was I think easily the worst thing. Yeah, about the movie. like it's it's also a story that like you just it, it should just like tell itself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but yeah, I had a I had a great time for the first hour. Got like bored, like phone out vibes, like during yeah, wow. during the slowdown part. Then it started to get, <laughs> it just it suddenly becomes like we're gonna follow these like random characters we haven't seen before driving around. They're all wearing suits. They look like they're on their way to go see the Minions movie, and uh, it turns out that these like these these hip new producers. Um, that Elvis wants to meet with at the Hollywood sign. Oh yeah, the young guys did the '68. But how funny! Like, like you just suddenly cut to them. Like it's almost like a heist movie. Then like, like, like hooning through the streets, parking. I remember what, that? It was really funny. Um, I was just like, who are these guys? Yeah. Um, but then that 
scene where he's like ignoring Colonel Tom. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, ignore that fucking character. So I, I watched an amazing documentary, which I, anyone that's interested in Elvis, watch this. I rented it on iTunes. It was a, I bought it actually. It was yeah. like nine bucks. It's say on. You fact checking or the. Well, no, it came out. Uh, I'm not fact checking, but the whole doco, I was thinking like, this would have been the perfect way to pace this movie. It tells a very similar time frame. Right. Uh, it's called The Searcher. I think it's like two or three years old. It's narrated by like Priscilla Presley. Um, doing a European accent. Doing a European accent. When I uh, first met Bruce Springsteen. It's like a lot of people, he's bandmates. It's not them, like, it's not footage of them talking. It's like all archival footage. Oh, cool. Shot beautifully, edited really well. But it uses the 68 special. It starts with it and then like uses it as like kind of the spine of the movie. It keeps going back to it and kind of using like how big that comeback special was, but as like a narrative device and it would cut and it had like, has like the young director, those guys. Yeah. Right. And they're like, yeah, there was a beer where, you know, the Colonel was like, you got to do this Christmas song and Elvis, he's like, I didn't recognize him. He had his like head down in the corner and was like, yes, sir. But then when the Colonel left, he just turned to me and went like, fuck him. And it's such a good plot device because it, I, I just think like, man, if I had a pass of that script, I'd be like, set it. The opening scene is the 68 special, like him backstage vomiting, being nervous, being like, I can't do this. I've lost it. Then have it like from his head. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and it, <coughs> and it like, you know, this isn't a spoiler, but it ends and begins the docker with like footage from the 68 special, mm-hmm. even though it goes up to his death and everything. But it's just such a good device because it's such a like monumental moment of his career. That, special is like i think maybe the high point of the movie of the of that the and the first time for me when he like, is in vegas is with the well. vegas band yeah, yeah, and those, those, like, those are the two like yeah because you really see him working towards something we've seen that he's like, like an actual musician and he's yeah. like i can hear these things and you guys can do it for me and like i you know like him performing that 68 special with the the red lights elvis it's behind iconic. him and i liked you like the tom hanks's dead shit character is like where's the christmas shit he's the and villain like, of that scene and then he performs my favorite elvis song if i can amazing dream, song which yeah. i don't know he wrote you know what in yeah. fact i think the doco ends with that yeah like right. and i was just like man that's so such did, a strong way to end so did the graceland audio tour yeah until so did uh, uncle jesse's uh, <laughs> ipad but totally watch this man i think you will like you and b should watch it yeah okay it's, cool um it's long it's like elvis it's like three hours yeah it's because it was over two episodes so my dad remembers watching the 68 special in a cinema that's how they showed it here that's so cool. and he was like 13 maybe 13 or 14 when it came out yeah and he remembers thinking elvis was like uncool and a joke because he grew up with like hollywood movie elvis. Yeah, yeah of course and he went to it and he was just like oh that's when he became like appreciate he was like oh he's actually like because the opening of the, I think the 68 special is like him in the round with a guitar, like playing with his original band. And my dad was just kind of like, he was telling me after we saw this, he was like, oh, I had no idea that Elvis was like a musician. And it like just showed him as like in really cool light for the first time for like people my age. Like he was like, he looked great. He sounded great. And he was actually like singing and playing guitar and not just like being a cowboy or like pretending yeah, yeah, to water sure. ski and shit. But it's such a like, cute, and I was re- so those guys have made that. It, it, it's essentially the blueprint for what net we now know is like MTV unplugged. Yeah. It had never been done before. But then funnily enough, one of the guys went on to direct the star Wars Christmas special. What? <laughs> yeah. The mo- like, it's That's funny so because funny. the 68 special is like An regarded as like, yeah. well, no, it's, it, it's like regarded as like this career reviving. Yeah. Insane. Like they were like in the early twenties, those guys, like the whole thing was kind of crazy, but then it's funny within 10 years, they make what is like considered the like most like, uh, like 
almost could have killed Star Wars with how bad it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, before... It was his Vegas... It was their Vegas era. Yeah. Ben, I, I'm glad I watched it. I, 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 I think casting Tom Hanks as and making his character like have almost as much screen time as Elvis himself. Yeah. To the point where I'm like, whose fucking movie is this? Colonel. Like, yeah, Colonel. Uh, I think that's one of the worst decisions ever. It's such a weird decision. Any filmmaker's ever Who made. wrote it? Was it Baz Luhrmann? Yeah. I, I've been following, I just like I, watching um like Baz tour this movie around America, around the, the world. Mm. Um, I sent you, did I send you the photo of him at like a, a really high end sushi restaurant, him in Austin? <laughs> but oh, it's pretty, pretty great. Um, but yeah, I, I I kind of like Baz Luhrmann again. Yeah, in spite of like how much I didn't like a lot of this movie, but I don't know if there's anywhere near as the same problems that you had with it. I was like, yeah, this is fine. This is you know, I think for me it was like the most fifty fifty I've ever been on a movie where I was like I fucking loved so much of it and then I absolutely detested yeah, wow. the rest. Yeah. yeah, I mean I don't know. My 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 screening was crazy. It was full of older people. Yeah, it was like two o'clock in the afternoon. It was packed, and then everyone clapped when it was over, That's which so never happens. It's wow. like the cinema where I grew up. Like a small coastal cinema, it was weird. Maybe it was just like the audience I was with. I was like, "Damn, this is everyone." Everyone is seeing movies at the moment in Australia because we, um, every parent got given a bunch of vouchers um, from New South. Well, they're Wales all done government. now. No, they, we have until October to use them. Oh, I thought last week was that's that was the original Dine and Discover. Oh. We burned through those, mate. But only parents got. I think like two hundred fifty dollars in vouchers. That's insane. Where's have, mine? You know, have some kids, brother. If you're allowed to die, <laughs> they fake your no, fake your death. Oh, okay. Will... You're telling me to die. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm glad I saw. I'm glad I saw Elvis. Um, I, th- I think it's worth watching. It, it just made me go. Like... It was a good cinema experience too. Um. Yeah, I also saw a. But um, if you're going to partake in any Elvis, honestly, The Searcher, okay, one the of Searcher. the best music documentaries ever, and made me like, even though I was very Elvis appreciative, appreciate him even more. There's this bit with like Springsteen is one of the main narrators, and he's like, really nailed home. He's just like, there was no blueprint before Elvis. You had a song out, you'd probably get have a six month career off music. Elvis mm-hmm. was like the first guy to have like a long career in music. Yeah. But it, it's stuff like that that I, I don't know because like I don't know the status quo before that. And you know what I mean? We're like we've grown up post. Well, I mean, Elvis. also like I'm growing up post watching the movie Walk Hard, which is like, you know, a, a, a parody of an amazing parody of biopics. biopics. Yeah. That like hilariously, like I feel like they predicted what half of this movie would do. There's so many parts. I mean, that's heaps like um, Walk the Line. Walk the it? Line, I know. But like, yeah, like uh, it's bizarre that like in a world where Walk Hard already exists, that, that so many scenes would be so similar to it. Remember Jack White played Elvis in that Walk Hard? Yeah, yeah. He was great. I'm a king. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's even a scene where like uh, where someone gives Elvis a pill while they're in a car, which is like also from Walk, Walk Hard. Or except like, the guy's like, you don't want none of this shit. You know, I can't that, remember yeah. Walk Hard. I did see a Great preview movie. screening and um, I pissed afterwards next to David Stratton in the uh, Fox Studios toilet. Did you say tight dick player? I said, um, <laughs> Wild Pampaluma, <laughs> Wild Bamboo. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just like that post-Maverick gleam, but I was like, big stupid movies are back, baby. I mean, I think it was Tom Cruise himself that tweeted how proud he is of American cinema goers because last weekend four different movies made over twenty million dollars at the Unheard box office of. for the first time in years. Unheard of. It was like Maverick, Elvis, Elvis, Minions. Was it Minions? No, again? I don't know. It was um, I think maybe it was Minions. Yeah, I think no, it was. no, it was. I think it was a 
it was Black Phone, maybe. Oh, sure. And um, and uh, Jurassic World Interstellar. Dominion. Interstellar. Have you, have you ever felt like you were in Interstellar? Yeah, man. I've been thinking a lot about that ending. <laughs> um, even though it's, it is the ending of, of Hey Fam, I feel like we should give him a little bit of Thor. Oh, yeah. Of Thor. So, we uh, listened to last week's episode. If you haven't, we went to the Thor premiere. It's on Hey Fam. It's we weren't allowed to talk about it. Incre- yeah, we, we were embargoed. So, we saw we saw Thor Love and Thunder. Yep. We're going to call this episode Elvis Love and Thunder. Uh, Elvis, hunker, hunker, burning love and thunder. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, but we saw a preview screening like lo- like two Mondays ago. And we were not allowed to to talk about the movie after seeing it. So we talked about everything else: <laughs> the food, the camera guy, the the, the paparazzi, the, the, the weather, celebrities that were at the at the premiere. You cosplaying as Kevin Feige huh, by accident? The, the highlight of your year, <laughs> highlight of my life. Um, but I mean, now we can finally talk about the movie. I, I've I haven't seen many reviews, but embargo broke like today when we're recording this, right? Like this morning, it's very mixed. Um, Which I was surprised at, and I think it's like I think as a whole, people like I mean you you I think you said it into me into a text today too, but I was thinking it too, brother, um, that like people are just sick of the MCU. They want it to feel like it felt like in the lead up to Endgame, yeah, and it's not. So people are just like, well, this is shit, yeah, and then I feel like that feeling is never going to return, yeah. You, so you can't do that. Well, the only way you can make a return is by not making movies for ten years. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. And then imagine like, I was thinking today, I was like thinking of like the two beasts uh, of- The two wolves. Disney's, yeah, the two wolves of Disney's um franchise pen. Where the big bad wolf. Star and, Wars. And Goofy, and, is Goofy a wolf? Uh, he could be. Mm. What's that Sonic game? <laughs> <laughs> um, fuck. Sonic Unleashed? Yeah. yeah. Goofy Unleashed. Goofy Unleashed. <laughs> Goofy Movie Unleashed. But it's like, you know, Star, they found out, Bob Iger found out you can't treat Star Wars like Marvel. Remember at one point they're like a movie a year. Yeah, yeah. And it was just diminishing returns. And now they're only going to make nine series a year. It's totally different. Nine series a year is fine. Yeah, yeah. 20 animated series. <laughs> 13. No, but now they're like the cinematic things have to like count because yep. we know that's where, you know, a Star Wars movie should I'm feel like, special. I still can't believe that Disney's big Christmas movie this year is Avatar. It's so fucking wild. I'm nutting. (laughs) It's so good. Did you see James Cameron's been doing like a bunch of press for it already? And he's just like, it's okay to take a piss during this. (laughs) It's like a quote that he said today. That's so good. Yeah. He's like, you're allowed. He's empowering pisses. He's being like, he's so, he's like very, uh, he's like, yeah, I see people online saying that no one remembers the names of, uh, characters or you know how boring it is and he's like yeah well like uh you know highest grossing movie in the world tells me otherwise like it's just like being real like big dick about it is he wearing a like a fox Fox outfit he's riding on a bike while giving the interview (laughs) he's got like a tony stark um jarvis camera (laughs) that's how he's doing the interview while he's on dirt bike course but uh yeah i i wonder now if marvel will have to learn like no, because just like fucking James Cameron said, the fucking yeah. ticket sales say otherwise. Like it, it's, they're never gonna. But go they down. don't. Like, didn't Doctor Strange kick shit? It, like, it kicked, but I don't. It wasn't like No Way Home. But it probably did better than the last Doctor Strange. Yeah. So that I mean, what do they care? Well, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know where the books get balanced at Disney. They've got like theme park. You know what I mean? There are so many conglomerates i think i don't think there's anything you can point to that is absolutely not working enough though that i I don't think they'll ever change 
Do you think like at this point anyway? I think that's I, I think the other reason why the Batman hit so hard critically and with like majority of audiences was because it was like the anti MCU. Do do you feel yeah, that? Yeah, you know, like yeah, for sure. Do you think it was people, also and it was also the anti DCEU as well. It was like it was just like it was anti you. It was yeah, just yeah. like here's a movie. Exactly. Yeah. And it's not an origin. It's for adults. It's it's only going to set up like the next Batman. Maybe, Maybe. if it, if yeah, this yeah. makes money, and if not, it closes a loop. You know what I mean? It yeah. ends, and I don't know that 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 film. While like in context is pretty like basic, it was so refreshing for me, and I, I loved that movie. And I, I have not felt any way about a Marvel movie in a long time. No, definitely not. No way home, but for different reasons. That was more like me. Being like, ah, oh, the thing I remember, like dopamine shit. Yeah. But like, it actually just felt like a real movie and a film. Whereas everything, I don't know, it just like, maybe it's like, it's old hat now. It's like, they've been doing this for like 14 years now or something. And it's just like, yep, here we go again. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but also like, I think like the, the biggest this phase thing, has been, it just, it doesn't feel cool. like they're working towards anything. Like that's the thing. If 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 they are going feels to like be they're trading water, it doesn't feel like they're swimming forward. Yeah, it doesn't feel like they're even looking back that much. They're just like kind of trading water. It's like here are some things that are happening. And like I liked this movie. I, I probably like we both said last week that we probably liked it more than Ragnarok. Um, yeah, parts of it I did. I think I don't like the like Jeff Goldblum shit in the, in Ragnarok. Yeah, and um, and also Ragnarok was hit so different because it was like the first time we kind of really saw the, uh, like, rebrand of Thor. Yeah. You know totally. what I mean? It was so different where now we've had, like, Infinity War, Endgame, which to me, like, it's all that art. I don't think the, the, the Ragnarok ending wasn't so super satisfying to me either. Um, oh, I, I thought it was, like, a bold ending to, like, destroy Asgard. But then, it, to me, it's immediately overshadowed by the opening scene of Infinity War where yeah, it's like, of oh, Loki gets killed. Yeah, definitely. Like, yeah, like hit that one death hits harder than everything Insane. else in in Nerd Rock. You see, like Dead Heimdall and like Loki, and you're just like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah. And that felt like so interconnected in a good way. Yes, definitely. Like Hulk getting sent down. You're just like, oh, this is this is it. But like, so like Guardians are in Thor: Love and Thunder, but it just kind of just feels like their wallpaper as opposed to an integral part of the movie. Well, it feels like, yeah, they didn't know what to do with. Rather no, than like, but it's like you. There's a perfect setup for a. Thor and Guardians team up movie. Totally, it felt like. And um, like I, I guess they just wanted to do the Jane Foster movie first, which I, I also wanted that sure. Yeah. But um, I mean, maybe Thor will be in Guardians. No, yeah, he won't. I, I mean, I know these actors are hard to pin down. It reminded it's, me. That's what I mean, though, because they are though. Like it, 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 it makes me more annoyed when they kind of squander. What the Guardians part of this reminded me of, like the treatment rather of the Guardians and Thor, reminded me a lot of the rise of Skywalker where a new uh, creative has inherited like plot points. It doesn't know, don't know what to do with it. And they're like, yeah, um, he just goes from them. He just leaves them. And you're like, Oh, that was, that could have been really exciting. Like that could have been a really cool team up fun movie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that could have been really good. Yeah. If it was like rocket was the one helping Thor get back in shape and like, but then it just like like, is immediately like, yeah, he's not with them anymore. And it's not like, Oh yeah. Like we're going to have a, you know, a a Steve Rogers cameo in the first 10 minutes of the movie. And like, yeah, that's fine. There's fucking 11 guardians of the galaxy, galaxy characters. They're all in it. Like, they're all there. Vin Diesel gets a credit in this movie. I know, totally. And even, um, Brady Cooper, Sean Gunn's, uh, brother yeah. is, is in the movie He's as well. There. Like, yeah, it's it, it, and they really put Mantis. Well, everyone's there except one person. 
Gamora. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. She got ice. There's, there's so many of them. <laughs> well, that was when Kevin Feige first ice started killing yeah. uh, women. Bruh. So uh, there's a lot to get in in this movie. We won't, we won't spoil Thor, Love and Thunder in this podcast, but PayFam is where you want to go. Oh, yeah. That's why I started yeah. watching romantic comedies because of this movie. Because um, Thor, Love and Thunder. Because the, the, the Disney rep asked Taika Waititi if this was the first superhero rom-com. Yeah. And he said, I don't watch anyone else's movies. Yeah. And everyone laughed. Except and then, uh, anyone. <laughs> and then he said, Narmeen. 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 And then he said, kept saying Narmeen about nine times to silence. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to ever think about that again. Um, I think overall, like I, I enjoyed this movie, but it was just another MCU fix. Um, which like I appreciate getting them. They're fun. But I think like of the MCU movies I've seen in the last year, I guess I have to include, well, obviously Eternals is still like a fucking rock bottom and there's miles between Eternals and even Shang-Chi and then miles between Shang-Chi and above that. Yeah. But like of the, th- the three main ones, like Doctor Strange, Spidey and-, and this, this is probably my least favorite of those three. And I know a lot of people are pretty lukewarm on or Doctor Strange too as well, but I like, I think they did more fun stuff with Benedict Cumberbatch's character and his his, his portrayal. I prefer this to uh, Multiverse of Madness. I mean, yeah, I guess like... I think this has a when lot When you more refer to it as Multiverse of Madness, I remember <laughs> that they didn't do much with the multiverse. Well, they, didn't and, um, they went to three yeah. near identical... But I really liked the the, the fun of that movie. Um, I had way more fun with this. Yeah, I, I imagine... I didn't find I that movie more fun. Will, will. Really? Not really. Yeah, right. I didn't find when Multiverse of Madness zombie fun. at the end? That was fun. But then there's a lot of like unfun bits for me. Right. Just like Wanda like being a ghost spying on her kids in the other dimension. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But, then, like, but then her becoming like a full horror character, that was fun. That was fun. But then like Doctor Strange like using his watch to like get into a door and stuff. I was just like, oh man. Oh yeah, that was stupid. Because like that ch- chick gave it to him. Oh no. I, I'm I'm really good at remembering only the things I liked from movies. So I remember every... Can you hear my cat? I can hear your cat. Um, unless the thing really fucking annoys me, like Tom Hanks' character. Yeah, then I... <laughs> She's snoring super your cat comes, I'll try and get, I'll try and get it on mic. She'll go quiet. She goes quiet as soon as you lean forward. It's so funny. Did you hear it? <laughs> it sounded like someone like doing a fart. Yeah. yeah anyway. um, but yeah, I... Yeah, I don't know. We'll do a like big Thor Love and Thunder chat, but also once again a status quo check for phase four. Yeah, fucking vibe check. So look if you if Blow you want to check. Look, I, I think we yeah, it's safe to say we both Is this the Vegas years of we, MCU? We, we, we enjoyed this movie, but it's still like a six point five to seven out of ten for yeah, me. Yeah, like, it's fun, but yeah, like yeah. to me I look, I, I, I I it's funny because it it's gotten to a point now. Where like we can't even you can't even you can't even refer to these. I don't mean you. I mean like the world. You can't even look at these as like films. And I don't no, mean in a right, Martin totally. Scorsese yeah, sense. It's, it's like part of a giant machine, a giant machination that is the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and they're all less uh, than a film to a degree because they're part of this huge, really ambitious, very successful interconnected storytelling, which you know has been unbeatable. Like every, so many other people have tried and failed. Yeah, it's there are so many admirable things about it, but it's like any good thing. But uh, there, there are like some 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 kinks in the arm. Well, there are some total like, like there's a flip side where like these aren't films that stand alone by themselves. And also the like the, the shortcuts they take to have actors that maybe can't meet the schedules that they need them for, like you know the the amount of green screen and CG 
just becomes more and more noticeable and these like incredibly expensive movies aren't really looking good anymore. Oh, no, like, these, these haven't looked good for a long time. Yeah. Th- I think like the last, I can't even remember the last, I mean, you know, we shit on it, but Eternals was at least interesting looking because it used like a yeah. real backyard. And I believe that all the ca- actors were in the same room yeah. as each other except for Pip the Troll. <laughs> <laughs> they used a real backyard, you know? They yeah, used yeah. a real... Um, hill that they like kept if, standing. If it on. comes out that that Chris Hemsworth and Natalie Portman weren't ever in the same room as each other, I would believe that. Like, yeah. I, I don't. I remember the first time I experienced that was in the first Avengers movie when there's like a screen of Jane or something, <laughs> and it's like it does that great cardinal sin where it shows footage of the last movie they were in, which yeah, for some yeah. reason the press or Shield would have. <laughs> you know what I yes, mean? It's like yes. they would have like the Kenneth Branagh directed like angle yep. of it. And it's just, it's so stupid. But I remember it being that. And I was like, oh, that's disappointing. They couldn't even get like, or how she's not in uh, Endgame. Yeah. I mean, yeah, For the whole dark world stuff. Of course. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. just like archival footage. And you're like, really? You couldn't even like arrange to get this actor. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe she just didn't want to do it. Maybe. Yeah. And then, it, then it's like, then why are we doing Dark world when one of the two actors in that scene is not here. <laughs> Can you not pick another time when that movie, you know, when the universe? Yeah, so true. I forgot, yeah. Yeah, I forgot how weird that was. Yeah. Um, There's like 20 minutes of Renee Russo <laughs> in Endgame, which is like insane <laughs> in a great way. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Let's talk about it in the next episode because, um, you know, we're giving away gold. Patreon.com slash HeyFam is where you want to go to continue this episode. I'm a fucking fam. uh, Yeah, exactly. We're sorry. We're a fucking fam. And you can hear us over at Patreon.com slash HeyFam. $5 a month is all it costs to get an extra HeyFam every single week. Plus, you get access to our Discord community, the Thor Love and Thunder Spoiler Chat channel. It's popping off. Has just gone live. Yeah. Well, you know what else is going off? Um, The Drop Attire. Um, channel. Oh, I saw you change one the other night, bro. I was dry. I, I saw Elvis, bra moment, and um, it was. It has been. It's fucking flooding in Sydney again. Yeah, we they decided we didn't actually have enough. Um, three months of solid nonstop rain wasn't enough, and now we've gotten another two weeks of it. Um, and uh, leaving leaving Elvis in torrential rain, we drive past a young couple trying to change their car tire. I can tell this guy is, doesn't know what he's doing. Hey, I should drop this. That's This is the one that started it all. Yeah, wow. And look, they're next to me. YouTube, we've had to change a tire. <laughs> so that's what they were doing. They were trying to look at the YouTube, but it's pouring rain on this chick's phone. Yeah, this was and raining too. So we drove past and I was like, B was like, they'll be fine. And I was like, they're so not going to be fine. Like if I go out and help them, they'll only be out in the rain by themselves for like 10 minutes. Yeah. Like he was, he didn't know how to like turn the crank on the, um, on the jack to make it lift the car. Uh, yeah. And right. like, he's like, he's trying to put the, the, the circular part in and, and twist like, that. Brother. Like, oh, come on. So I just, just, I just got out. I got so fucking saturated. You're like, tutti frutti. Wa-ba-ba-loo-ba. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I changed, changed this guy's tire. Um, and then I, I, I took a selfie with him and I put it in the drop a tire channel. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to drop it in Discord. Um, it's the it's the hottest channel in the Discord. I'm telling you, you guys just soon people are going to be slashing their tires. Yeah, just so they can just post so we a, can pull over and help them change it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I saw Elvis's car at the Nashville um, Hall of Country Music, bro. When it was all gold. When they actually go to Graceland in Elvis, mm. I had a moment that was like watching an old MCU a bra movie. Moment? No, it's like oh my god, it's the hero from. 
oh my god like fucking Thor's in this movie but it was like oh my god that's Graceland that's the house I've been to it looks just like the house I've been to yeah I like, kept being I, like I, oh man the, the the peacock stained glass windows in the living room yeah, they're yeah. the same I know I was like <laughs> and I was like oh yeah and I kept like, like excitedly like going like we've been in that yeah, room I was like, saying, yeah, that's yeah. My, my parents haven't even been to like Memphis my mom my dad has been to America and I was like I've been there. I kept yeah. throughout the whole I got movie. really excited. I kept it was acting really weird. like like when there's a Marvel cameo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, That's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was like, fuck, yeah. Just said that. <laughs> well, I wasn't listening. <laughs> um, I was checking the Thor Love and Thunder spoiler thread. It's popping up. Is it? Okay, sweet. People are coming out of the cinemas right now. And maybe that's you. Come and join us over at patreon.com slash heyfam. We're probably going to stay up way too late talking about Thor Love and Thunder. We would love for you to listen. Uh, hope we see you there. Bye-bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 